Hello and welcome to the Real Food Whole Health Podcast, where it's all about real food and holistic living in the real world. With your host, nutritional therapist, Amy Love. And please note our disclaimer, all information and content in this podcast is for general information only and not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Hello, and welcome to the Real Food Whole Health Podcast. It's Tuesday, so it's Travel Tuesday. I'm here with my husband, Matt. Hello. And when we left last week, we were headed out of San Francisco, over the Golden Gate Bridge, and into Petaluma. So we actually chose Petaluma because it was centrally located, uh, kind of for us to explore wine country. So we wanted to go to Sonoma, we wanted to go to Napa, we wanted to explore some of the little towns around there, and Petaluma has a beautiful... Uh, really cool little resort. It's the Petaluma KOA, actually. Um, and that was a really interesting RV it was resort. They, yeah. had, they had a little petting zoo. They had some <laughs> huge trampoline thing, pools. Hay rides for the kids. Hay rides. It was crazy. Little cabins. It was cute. It was really cute. Every site had a fire pit. Yeah. And peacocks everywhere just roaming <laughs> around. Yeah. It was making just, a racket, too. Yeah. They're really loud. Um, so anyway, it was really neat. So we got into Petaluma, and that night we went out to dinner at Central Market. And this was a great little farm-to-table restaurant um, in the downtown area. And downtown Petaluma is, like, adorable. It's real nice, There's yeah. so much to do there, restaurants, shops, everything. Um, so we had dinner at Central Market and then walked around downtown for a while, um, and they had, you know, musicians out on the street. There was a guy with a piano. Yeah, Petaluma Pete. Yeah, he had um, he had a piano on some kind of a dolly and had rolled out there and was playing the piano. So it was a lovely night to walk around. And, uh, and then we found Native Kitchen and Kombucha Bar. And that was super exciting because we could go in and have kombucha or kombucha cocktails. They had food too, but we'd already eaten dinner. So we just got a big old glass of kombucha and... Hung out and talked to the people. Yeah, I had the blood orange. It was fantastic. Oh, so good. All their flavors were really good. Um, so that was like a really fun find. You know, it was like, wow, when do you ever see that? Um, and then the next day, we actually went on kind of a, a road trip. We went down to Point Reyes and Point Reyes Station and did Sonoma Coast State Park. Um, and that was really cool. So Point Reyes, you can go down and um, there's it's a beautiful drive down there. Um, and then you can go out to the lighthouse. There's like a little road in Inverness that you can go out to the lighthouse and there's lots to see. It was like really foggy and kind of rainy that day. So we couldn't see really far, but it was actually kind of magical too. Um, and then we went into Point Reyes station and there's a cowgirl creamery, um, there. And if you listen to the San Francisco podcast, um, you heard us talk about cowgirl creamery at the ferry building. Um, this is another shop, and I think it's actually closer to where they make the cheese. I don't know that it's exactly where they make it. I think it's more like a, a shop and a little restaurant. But we just popped in for a cheese tasting and to pick up um, a few more of our favorites and um, walk around that downtown. That downtown is really fun. Yeah, that seemed to be a theme um, in that whole area. All yeah, the all the downtowns were, so were really cute. Um, and then we went to lunch at Marin Sun Farms, and that's actually a restaurant. It's not a farm, but it was amazing. We were able to get um, a gluten-free grass-fed burger, um, which was just phenomenal. I think we even had some chili that was 
grass-fed and homemade. It was so good. And then they fry their um, French fries in lard, pasture-raised lard. Um, so that was awesome. You know, no nasty vegetable oils. And uh, then we had a real treat of buffalo milk ice cream. Wow, that was something. Oh, my gosh. That was amazing. Um, so creamy, so flavorful. The one that we got was actually just like not even vanilla. It was yeah, just it was just a cream. Yeah, just the buffalo milk. And it's so incredible. And that's like a local product. Um, so that was a really fun discovery. And then we kind of spent the day driving along the coast and visiting the Sonoma Coast State Park. And that is actually where we had our first whale sighting. That's right. We were so excited to see that. Yeah, it was a mom and a baby. And it, they were. we just chased them up the coast and um, got to spend a lot of time with them, actually. And we even saw our first bald eagle um, on the trip. Yeah, it was hanging out on the beach. And yeah, and that's really that's rare. rare. Yeah, they're not usually there. But um, anyway, so it was like kind of a cold, rainy, foggy day, but it was like really magical and cool that was a neat area it was and uh then i think it was the next day we went to della fattoria and that place really renowned for a lot of their baked goods they're actually in downtown petaluma um we didn't really go for the baked goods but we did get um like a coffee and i think we had a lunch there the soup was really amazing we got a salad and then they had the the coffee that they brought out was in like a soup bowl size mug. Absolutely enormous. Yeah, I've never really seen anything that big. Um, it was hysterical. You definitely had to hold it with both hands. And let me just say I'm really glad that we got one to share because it was so enormous. Um, and that was the day we sort of walked around downtown again and, and we found Petaluma Pie Company. Um, they do like little hand pies. Um, and that was really a cool find. I don't remember exactly what we got, but we got a little something. Um, and everything there is, you know, locally sourced and handmade. Um, and then we went to dinner that night at Rosso Pizzeria and Mozzarella Bar. And they had some homemade mozzarella and just all kinds of great, like, wood-fired pizzas. They do gluten-free and have yep. house-made sausage and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and the house-made mozzarella, nice and good salads. It was a nice place. It was a nice place. And uh, just real casual, you know, easy to pop into. Um, so, And then the next day, we went to the farmer's market. And um, the Petaluma farmer's market was kind of cool. Um, the one that we went to was a little bit small, but they had really good selections. And we ran into the lady behind Fizz's foods and physis does homemade stocks which was awesome i mean of course i make my own homemade bone broth but she had some really cool varieties and i was like well i'm gonna pick it up and just put it in the freezer because it was like already ready to go and packaged really easy to just go in the freezer um so i thought well that's you know always something good to have on hand um and then that's also where we discovered golden state pickle works and that girl was so cool, and she did tastings of all the different ferments that they have, and she made some really fun salad dressings, fermented salad dressings. Um, you know, she had dairy-free, but she also had cultured dairy, um, and that was just really neat. So loved that farmer's market, and it was just really easy to get to and kind of in a park by an art center, and so that was super nice. Um, and the next day we went to Healdsburg, and Hillsburg's a little town, what was it, maybe 30 minutes out of Petaluma? Yeah, at, at the most. Yeah, it wasn't terribly far away. Um, but, wow, I think that might have been one of our favorite surrounding towns of Petaluma. 
Yeah, we had quite the experience there. We really did. Like, it was one of those nights that everything just kind of clicked. And uh, we went to Mateo's. It's a Cochina Latina. Uh, so Mexican food again. If you've listened to the podcast, you know I love my Mexican food. Um, and this was Mexican food done absolutely so right. Everything was farm to table and um, really beautifully sourced. Um, they did some short ribs, which again, you know I love short ribs, um, that were braised and then fried in lard. And Yeah, you, they, those wow. are a must get if you ever go there. Wow. I mean, I would like probably get on a plane and go just go have they those. Were, they were amazing. They were so good. And, you know, everything was flavored so well. It was really a fun place. We had some live music there that night. We had some little sea salt roasted tiny potatoes. Remember how little those potatoes were? Yeah, and they came with some dipping sauces. It was so cute. Yeah, yeah that was really fun, and everybody there was so nice. Um, and then we walked around the square, and they have a beautiful downtown square um, with, like, roses and all kinds of plants. There's a fountain there that you can sit at. Um, and we had gone across the street to Noble Folk. Um, Noble Folk is an ice cream place, and we actually got, what was it, black sesame coconut ice cream? Yeah, that was really an interesting flavor. It was very good. Yeah, it was coconut milk ice cream, Mm -hmm. and then it was black sesame flavor, and it was incredible. It might have been one of my top favorites of all time, and I'm usually pretty, like, vanilla. So that was really awesome. Um, And we just kind of hung out in the square and uh, the whole yeah. town. Walked around, and the whole town just smelled of jasmine. It did. There was night-blooming jasmine, and it was overwhelmingly wonderful. I mean, it just kind of felt magical. They have a little gazebo there with little twinkly lights and the fountain and the rose. I mean, it was kind of crazy. It was so cool. <laughs> I loved it. We started looking at um, real estate offices. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they have the pictures in the window of the houses. I'm like, ooh, maybe we could live here. Yeah. That got us started down a road before. That, yeah, so. that did get us in trouble before. With, that's how we ended up with a farm. Yes, it is. That's how that happens. Um, so anyway, um, and then a few days later, we went into Sonoma and had just a fabulous day. We went to lunch at Girl and the Fig. That's a great place. Oh, my goodness. Probably one of my top five favorite restaurants ever. Um, really delicious, super fun, you know, farm fresh, local, organic creations just really creations um their menu changes all the time but they've got you know a few standbys on there that are just amazing and we're a sucker for bourbon so we had uh, instead of an old-fashioned they had what they call the fig fashion <laughs> and they put uh, some fig uh, what is it fig syrup yeah in there. it was like a fig simple in yeah. there it was amazing and uh and then we went around and did wine tasting and what's cool about sonoma like many wine towns is that you know, sure, you can drive out to the vineyards, and, and that's lovely because you want to see that. But when you're just in a tasting mood and you want to just walk around and not have to worry about driving or whatever, you can go around downtown, and they have a lot of tasting rooms. Um, so I think that we went to Roche um, Vineyards, and they actually did some olive oil tasting as well, which was cool. Um, and then we went to Adobe Road. Um, and we took a little break in the middle and went to the, the Sonoma Town Square. They also had a rose garden. I think that's kind of a big Yeah, it's thing. Real, real, another real nice square there. Beautiful. And there were ducks and geese and, you know, people hanging out, having picnics. Yeah, and there were ducks all over the place. There were. <laughs> they were pretty funny. I was, like, herding them around. It was kind of hysterical. It's back to the farm days. Um, but then after we kind of took a, a nature break, we went over to Sojourn Cellars and then uh, the Banshee Winery, uh, Dry Creek Valley. That was really good. 
enjoyed Dry Creek, and then Cobler Estate, and La Crema. So there were really like a lot of options to kind of go around and, and have different tastings and check out different places. Um, so then we went back into uh, Petaluma. Yep. And that's the night that I think we tried to have dinner at Speakeasy. Yeah, that is the night. Yeah. And that didn't go really well. No, we tried a few things and uh, we weren't blown away. No, it really wasn't very good. I, I, you know, and I'm, I'm not saying that it's always like that. I think it might have just been one of those off nights. or yeah, It's supposed to be a real popular place. So. Yeah, but it just didn't work for us. So I think we ended up going back to Central Market that night. But um, anyway, and then the next day was like a super dreamy day. I mean, this is like major bucket list item. We went hot air ballooning over the Napa Vineyards, and it was amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. It was so cool. Yeah, it was really quite the trip. We were so excited. This has been on my list for like ever. And it was so incredible. We got up really early, and it was really cold. (laughs) Yeah, because they they take off just after sunrise, so you've got to be there before that. So Yeah, and you, like, meet at the airport and then drive out. And we actually, you know, it's kind of hit or miss, like, when you can get up in the air because, you know, if the fog rolls in, which, like, it's always kind of foggy there, um, a lot of times you're not able to take off. And this was like the only day that we could do it. And so we were like really, you know, manifesting like this is going to happen. You know, fingers were crossed and saying our prayers and everything else. Yeah, so, and then we were sitting there at the Sonoma airport ready to go, but uh, the fog would not lift. So, well, and it had been clear early. So we were like, oh, this is awesome. And then it started rolling in and it was like, oh no, but the guys had a plan. We went, actually went with up and away, um, hot air ballooning and I totally recommend them they, they were, were great. so pro yeah and they had a plan and they actually drove us up um, it was kind of like crazy far like I think it 45, was even past Napa yeah we yeah, were always minutes to an hour away and actually it was like an hour and a half and drove us up over a mountain and down the other side to this valley where they know um, just from experience that the fog it often doesn't reach yeah and as we're going up the mountain, like, it's still foggy. And they're like, oh, it's never foggy this far. And everybody in the bus is just like, oh, my God, this is going to be, it's going to be fogged out, you know. And so we get over there. And the drive over there was really cool. We went through lots of, like, mountain towns. It was pretty windy, though. It was really windy. People were getting car sick. But we get over to the other side. And, I mean, it was, like, foggy up until the second that it wasn't. And then it was like we were in the valley. And so... We actually pulled in the middle of this field, and we had these chase vehicles coming with the balloons. Like, you know, they've got the basket of the balloons, and then they've got the silks, like, all packed up um, because, of course, it's super delicate. And so they had to, like, quickly set this all up in the field. Like, you can't let the air temperature get too warm. So it was really this race against time, and... They got it all set up. We climbed in that basket. and It was really fun to watch them set it up and yeah. blow it up and, oh, and get it going. Oh, very cool. And th- we were actually with another group. There was two two of us, so two balloons. And the other one was a bit smaller. Our group was a little bigger. I think we had, what, like nine? I think it was eight. Yeah, eight yeah, or nine. Plus the pilot. Right. And then um, they maybe had like five or six. And so their balloon was a little bit smaller, and they got up first, and then we got to, like, kind of follow them. So I have all these really cool pictures of, like, a balloon in the sky, but we're, like, coming up behind it, and amazing. It was so cool. At first, we were, like, really low, 
and everybody kept wanting like are we gonna get high are we gonna get high and um finally you know because he was taking us along the river and you could see into the river you could like see fish in the river it was wild yeah. and then see the reflection of the balloon too oh, it was, was a neat cool. picture that was really cool and then they fired the balloon and up we went and we got like really high um and you're going over all the vineyards and just so cool to see i mean of course you know they're all in their little perfect rows and you see the rolling hills and uh just really really cool really fun experience and it actually got kind of warm up there at first it was cold but it did it yeah did. With, as with, the sun comes off and yeah propane. the fire yeah. and the balloon um and then it was really hysterical because we kind of got off track we got off course because of the the wind yeah, you're at the mercy of the wind so <laughs> yeah and they have these chase vehicles on there you know you're radioing down like here's where we are and here's where we think we're gonna go and they have all these um, arrangements with, like, local farmers and, you know, wineries and different places that they know that they can set the balloon down. Um, but I think we kind of went off that path. And so they ended up needing to put us down in this field of cows. And it was so hysterical. The cows hated the balloon. <laughs> they saw it coming and took off. They hated it. I have a video. I put it on Instagram. If you're not following us on Instagram, you've got to follow us on Instagram. We're at Real Food Whole Health. So Instagram.com slash Real Food Whole Health. And we have a video actually on there of the cows like running away from the shadow of the balloon. They were like not having it. Um, they later did come back. Like once we landed, they came back to like check us out. But it was kind of funny, and we were so afraid, like, oh, they're going to put the balloon down in the cow, cow patty, and then they did. <laughs> they did. <laughs> so, anyway, that was kind of a treacherous situation, climbing out of the basket, which kind of a feat. Like, it takes a little bit of a ladder and <laughs> a little bit of hoisting your leg over. But, anyway, it was a lot of fun, and the farmer did come out. And he was not real pleased. No, he wasn't super happy. So we all put on our best, you know, charming faces. Like, hi, we're just hot air ballooning. Like, don't mean you any harm. Um, and they worked it out. But it was it was a little bit crazy. Um, and then they drove us back and um, back to the airport. And then they had an arrangement with Kendall Jackson Winery for us to go over and have a brunch. Um, and that was really nice. Like, it, it's a home-cooked brunch the owner and his wife like make the brunch and bring it out to the winery and they set up tables for you and it was just really nice it was they had a nice quiche and uh, a few other things strawberry, strawberries yeah. and breakfast fruit and just really lovely people and lovely conversation and it just was like the perfect end to the day and we got to walk around Kendall Jackson and um, do tastings and then walk around in their garden and they actually have really extensive um, gardens there. It was they beautiful. Do. And they do it all organically yeah. I believe. Yeah. It was all very biodynamic. They had all the um, straw out and everything. People were working there and they had some of the biggest kale I think I have ever seen. It was huge. So anyway that was super neat and it was such a dream come true. So I highly recommend Doing that hot air ballooning and up and away, like I said, was just a phenomenal, um, phenomenal company to work with. Um, and then we had another dream come true the next day because we got to go to Paul Hobbs Winery. And we had made an appointment several months in advance to go to the winery. It's not one you can just pop into. And Paul Hobbs is one of our favorite winemakers. Yeah. He's 
we we fell in love with the Chardonnay many years, years ago. ago. Yeah, anything but he touches is sort of turns to gold. He also does a great cab and Pinot. Yeah, it's it's great. He's wonderful. He's over in Sebastopol, and so we got to tour the winery and do um, a special tasting, and of course buy lots of wine, and it was just really lovely. And his grounds are of course beautiful. Um, so that was really special for us, and uh, and then we went over to the Barlow, which is this really cool little area in Sebastopol where they have lots of shops and restaurants, and it's all like a really easy to walk complex. Yeah, it's a little marketplace. Basically. Yeah, it was really neat. So I think we popped into Taylor Made Farms and had a coffee. I think we went and had lunch at Vignettes. Um, we grabbed a fresh pressed juice later in the day at the Nectary. Um, and then I think we went to Sub-Zero, which was kind of this funny... Yeah, the funky new concept ice cream, ice cream place. Yeah, it was, it was fine. It was fine. You kind of pick your milk, and of course we got the organic milk there, and then they take your flavors, and then that, what do they do, nitrogen, and, yeah. and freeze it right there? Yeah. It, it was, was interesting. It was interesting, but it was just later in the day. It was kind of a warm day, so that was a fun little treat, but... Um, that was a really interesting little area to walk around. There was some art galleries. There were some wineries, but we didn't do any more tasting that day. We just kind of walked around and saw what was going on. And um, they have lots of, like, just areas to sit and hang out and chat and sit at the fountain. Um, and then later that evening, we went to dinner um, at the Green Grocer in Sebastopol. And this was an interesting experience because this is dinner in a train car. And we were not expecting that at all. And it actually is kind of this hard place to find. We wouldn't have known about it if a friend hadn't mentioned it. But you, I don't even remember seeing a sign. But you go and you go into this building. And then inside the building is an old train car. It's a dining car of a train. And it's just sitting there. And we were the only people there. <laughs> and it was very interesting. So the chef came out and made whatever we wanted him to make and yeah, he was a trip he's a really nice guy he was so nice i mean service was just so incredible and he just went and custom made everything for us and you know he had homemade ferments that he had going on he had all kinds of um you know just really great local sourcing i mean he was really conscientious so he was fun to talk to um if we would have had time we would have gone to zazu but the timing was off. I think it was the day they were closed or something. But that looked like a really good place to go in the Barlow. So if you're in the area, Zazu might be, you know, worth checking out. Then a couple days later, uh, we actually had quite a bit of rain. I don't know what was going on. We had a lot of rainstorms. But um, one of those days, I braved the rain and went and met um, Katie Haldeman, from, who's the paleo nurse. And we met at Girl in the Fig and had another lunch and it was fabulous it was a lovely day in sonoma and i got to go to whole foods and restock because we were soon to head out of town so um that was really lovely to get to go back and get to spend some time with katie she's just fabulous if you're not aware of her site again it's a paleo nurse so i i'll put a link on the show notes so for those of you who are new to the podcast or have forgotten we do detailed show notes on the website at real food wholehealth.com under podcasts under episodes simply find today's episode and you'll find a link to all the show notes where we have links to everything that we talk about so all the restaurants the wineries the sightseeing there's links there so that you can plan your own trip so right before we left town we ended up going to lunch over at graffiti 
uh, in Petaluma, and that was a really nice experience. We did some soup and salad at the bar and uh, looked out over the water, and that was really lovely. Yeah, it was a pretty spot there. Yeah, I liked that a lot, and they had uh, really good food. Um, and then we did a little shopping downtown. We went to the outlet stores and to uh, little Peking Bazaar, old Shanghai, and I got some fun <laughs> little silk bags yeah. to organize my purse. So that was really fun. Um, just lots of neat shops to check out. And then we had dinner at, um, at Seared, and that is the steakhouse there in Petaluma, and that was absolutely delicious. That was good. The side items were especially good. I think they had some cream spinach and some roasted Brussels sprouts and all kinds of good yum-yums. So anyway, that was a really fun little outing. And then uh, we pretty much hit the road the next day. We were on our way to Grants Pass, Oregon. It was time to move out of, out of California. California. That's right. Hard to believe. So next week when we pick up on Travel Tuesday, we're going to pick up with our drive into Grants Pass. We'll pass Mount Shasta which actually still had some snow on it. Mm -hmm. And we went through Ashland, Oregon, and into Grants Pass. So Gorgeous views on the way. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. So that's where we'll pick up next week. Thanks so much for joining us. And, again, those show notes are at realfoodwholehealth.com under podcasts, under episodes. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining us today. And please remember to leave us an iTunes review. Also, head over to our website at realfoodwholehealth.com and enter your email to receive free goodies, discounts, updates, and more. See you next time on the Real Food Whole Health Podcast.